is our first podcast in a uh, post-Detective Pikachu world. <laughs> oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what was your life before watching Detective Pikachu and after? Basically, you know? e- everything was different. Now it's just it's just sunshine and rainbows. And yeah, we can't go back from that time. Can't go back anymore. No, we cannot. Um so if anyone hasn't watched Detective Pikachu, you better just stop listening right now because we're just going to talk about it, I'm assuming. <laughs> oh, yes, exactly. That was exactly what I wanted to talk about. Okay. <laughs> All right. So basically, I was really hyped up for this movie. Like, I think mm-hmm. even you said it perfectly when you said you enjoyed it more than Avengers because I, yes. I was more excited for this than Avengers. Yes. Um, I think, okay, so I had not watched, I know you had asked me, you're like, just watch the trailer, you know, if there's any trailer you're going to watch, and I didn't want to do that, because I was just like, no, if anything, I just want to be more shocked or surprised, you know, and you were really, like, hyping, because at first when Daniel was like, oh, let's watch this, I was kind of like, oh, okay, you know, like, I wasn't super psyched about it but then when you started tweeting about it and stuff i got really excited and then we went to the movies and i think having not seen any trailer i mean the only thing i knew was ryan gosling i'm not ryan, gosling, ryan reynolds, <laughs> <That's a whole laughs> ryan reynolds is a detective that's all i knew so i didn't know anything about how the movie was going to be made nothing like that so um imagine my shock wow you went <laughs> into it completely clean yes yes and I think right from the beginning, my eyes, I think my eyes were just wet throughout the whole movie because I wasn't like crying or anything, but I was just super, I was very touched. <laughs> <laughs> the movie touched me like it like freaking reached into my soul and like just held my heart, soul, whatever, and just cuddled it. <laughs> With a very furry Pokemon. Yes. So what were your thoughts? Let's go. Let's just like start from the... I, I want to like... Next time I feel like we should just do a commentary. Like watch it and do a commentary. Oh my god. We're just like... Because I... Uh, no, go ahead. What? You want to? Because I want to watch it again. I haven't seen it again. And right after I watched it, I was like, we have to watch this again. But then, you know, I just haven't found the time. But I would love to do a commentary about it. Like, when it comes out on VOD and, like, just do live commentary, just watching it. And I'm totally in for that. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Um, Basically, I I thought it was, like, it was much more, it was so much better than it had any right to be. Like, usually video game movies are awful or they're, like, nothing like the game. Like, I don't know. Have you ever seen the Super Mario Brothers movie? Yes, which I really liked. No, no, no. I, I like I like it too. It's, it's, I mean, it's like one of those movies that it's so bad that it's good. But, yes, yes. But, uh-huh. but really, like, the people who made that movie, they obviously don't know anything about Mario because the game has no, the movie has nothing to do with Mario except the yeah. two characters are named Mario and Luigi. Like, yeah. the video games don't have parallel worlds and dinosaurs, people, and I mean, it's, it's an awesome movie because it's really it's so bad, but. It has nothing to do with Mario, like this, but the, this, the the Detective Pikachu movie. I felt like it was created with a lot of respect yes. to the franchise and to the world, and I mean, it actually takes place in the Pokemon world that you play video games in. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the people who 
um, are in the movie too. I think they all love Pokemon. Maybe not all of them because, but I saw a lot of uh, cameos, like celebrity cameos, and I feel like those celebrities they probably play Pokemon, which is why they were like just a tiny bit, you know, they would be there and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like it was because I also when it started, I was a bit like. Okay, it's gonna be like I, I thought I would just enjoy it, like, ha, ah, cool, funny, you know, whatever. But yeah, I felt like it went really deep. Um, I mean, even the whole plot, I think halfway through, actually, the part when Mewtwo revealed, like, oh, he had, he, he's been like exchanging, like, soul Pokemon, whatever, like, morphing them. That's when I knew, oh my god, uh, Ryan Reynolds is a dad. You know, and then I remember I whispered this to Dan, and he and he just said, "Interesting theory, but okay." <laughs> and then, <laughs> he, didn't and then, he didn't buy it, and then when it happened, he's like, "Like what?" You know, but <laughs> even that, I was like, "Oh my god, that's that was amazing!" Like when that that awe moment, not like shock moment of like, "Oh my god," you know, that's him, and that's why you never saw the dad's face, and like, because I was like, "Why didn't you see the dad's face?" You know, and it's, it, I was just like, yeah. um actually i i think i think that part went totally went over my head i did not see i think like towards the end i was thinking okay the dad's probably pikachu but for most of it i didn't i didn't really put those two things together at all and then um i think part of me was because i was just hoping like that it'd be like, oh, okay, they're going to save the mystery of the dad for a sequel because I just want more Pokemon movies. <laughs> <laughs> I think they will, though, because we're just like, because so after the movie, we're like, all right, even though it concluded very nicely, it was like, they're going to make another one, you know, and it doesn't have to be with Ryan Reynolds. It could be with any, you know, anything, just anything. Yeah, totally. Anything. <laughs> I, mean, th- I, mean, think of, I mean, basically, they made a Pokemon movie that basically had hardly any battles and like one scene, you actually catch a Pokemon. Like it, mm-hmm. it skipped over all that, but it worked completely. Yeah, I think actually the we watched. Um, so now we're watching some another anime, but before that, we were actually revisiting uh, Pokemon, but actually the XY version, I think. And then we saw a movie. Oh, I forgot which one it was, but it was a pretty recent one, and. I really like I because I always thought okay maybe I've outgrown these Pokemon movies you know but actually rewatching the show you know even the new series I was enjoying it a lot and the last movie it was super enjoyable and nice and I think it was it was basically taking that kind of heart and just putting it as live action which was even more just mind blowing because you could see just how cute Pikachu is in real life <laughs> like oh my god. <laughs> this morning even i was like because everyone keeps posting like i saw on this thread they were like all the scenes with a sad pikachu in it and then you could just get close-up of his face and it was so cute wait what is this on twitter um i forgot what i was following uh but yeah i don't think it was on twitter you have to say maybe it was you have to send me that i really want i I want i want all the scenes collected of I want the scene of all the annoyed Pikachu <laughs> scenes, and then like Pikachu with coffee. <laughs> oh my god! It was, now I'm just like re- revisiting and like rethinking about it, and the scene where he, like, when they first meet, and then he's like, "Oh no!" The next day, when the the kid wakes up, and then he goes into the living room, and Pikachu's like 
super like high on coffee and like making his like serial killer mess and stuff and it was just so <laughs> cute seeing him like his little body like kind of like wander around and like ah! <laughs> <laughs> I, I even like the, the little like they put a little they, they put like slightly racy jokes on there like before like before that scene um you know pikachu was a suit like kind of claiming the father's apartment is his own because he was the dad's pokemon yeah and he's like yeah you can sleep at my place tonight oh i never thought i'd be that kind of pokemon <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah we were making comments because daniel was like oh, i can't believe they said those things and it's like yeah i mean look at the audience so the, we went to see it opening night and the entire audience is filled with people like us <laughs> in their 30s you know like um they got like nerds you know geeks whatever and i was like this is not i mean a, a movie for kids but that's the thing like a lot of these movies even as a kid like when i watched i don't know mrs doubtfire and stuff they had definitely like racy jokes but you just remember the as a kid just the fun you know scenes and stuff like that so mm-hmm. it's just like you had to pee this is a this is an adult movie detective pikachu is for adults <laughs> you know, i mean we had the we had the we had the the old episode here and there where like James would like go cross dressing, you know. They would yeah, get, they but would... you. But that's the thing. I'm actually when I rewatched the okay, like season one Pokemon, I was like their jokes, Team Rocket. They were so sassy. It was so amazing how I was like, damn, like the writing was so good, you know. And actually, when so I I was a bit skeptical when we started to watch the new X Y. Versions, but it was still it. It was they focused more on battles, which actually I liked a lot. But there were still some jokes here and there, you know. And um, yeah, so Pokemon, yes, fantastic. And uh, yeah, and the story. Speaking of Team Rocket too, like it, that was a pretty good uh story curve they did when like the the serum was called the R serum with the R yes. there, and I was like, oh my god, yes. it's Team Rocket, and it wasn't Team Rocket. There was, like, there was like no Team Rocket at all. But like, yeah, I was like <laughs> waiting for them to come out, but nothing, and but it was fine. And yeah. um, <laughs> um, also, okay, so highlights of the movie. I actually, so when the first, um, when the girl, she came into the scene, at first I was a bit, like, confused by her acting. But then I realized, then right away, I was like, this is, a, this is the spirit. You know, when you watch the cartoons, this is the energy level that they have. So it's kind of weird to see that, but in live action, yeah, and then I, that's what made me love it more because you're like, this is something I've never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, 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 totally. Like Ash and Misty and Brock would always meet some character who's like, I'm like, like, you know, like I'm a Pokemon. I don't know, Pokemon <laughs> farmer. Like, they would always meet someone and we have to help them, right? Like, yeah. Right? So, like, basically, she was just like, I'm a news, I'm a news reporter here. Like, yeah. Like so. <laughs> And uh, no, and actually, I, I I actually got really defensive because one of my friends, um, she 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 was like she said she did not like po- the Pokemon movie, which was like, oh. I don't know I I think she grew up with it like <laughs> I, I, she's like from Japan so like uh-huh. she's so like Pokemon is even bigger there but like, right. like she recently got into Game of Thrones and she was like yeah they don't have good acting in this movie like Game of Thrones. Or like, or this, and, and then she, and then, and, then, and, I'm like, and then she said, and then she said, like, and but also the Pokemon movie was a kids movie. Come on, I'm like, first of all, it's supposed to be a kids movie, and you're not. Yes. And also, I wouldn't. I don't think I would want a Pokemon movie to, to have that Game level of Thrones of, acting drama. Yeah, and also I don't want Does everything I watch to be like that. 
Yeah. And I would say, so what I liked about the movie was this balance too. So for example, there they have, I forgot, so I forgot all the real human names. I only remember, because I'm just like, Pokemon, so I don't remember any of the characters' names. But the main guy, <laughs> um, what I liked was that he his character was actually super real. Like he was very like... He was like us, you know, like the the real person in this Pokemon world. And literally, like, because he had kind of abandoned his Pokemon dreams and come back to the city. And he had, like, daddy issues and all that stuff. And then he meets these characters who are, like, basically Pokemon, you know, cartoons. <laughs> and it, it was a nice, like, you know, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Dude, I didn't think about it. Like, basically, when we were kids, we all wanted to be Pokemon masters. And we gave up that dream and got regular jobs. And then... <laughs> I know! beginning i was a bit like this feels kind of real and i don't really know if i like this guy right now <laughs> and then suddenly you're like this guy was me <laughs> and um yeah also yeah another favorite scene i want to mention was the ditto scene when <laughs> that was so creepy oh it was fucking creepy but it was like of course you had to do that i loved it <laughs> Oh, that was, yeah. Wow, that just freaked up a whole bunch. Yeah, that was like, holy shit, the ditto. <laughs> and they just threw it out the window. Yeah, it was just like, I would say that oh, my only critique about the movie, very minor, but I just didn't like that Mewtwo had teeth. That's it. <laughs> oh, I think I heard some people complain about that. Um, I, I didn't really notice, to be honest, but I, I maybe it threw us off because, like, we never see Mewtwo talk with his mouth. He always talks, like, telepathically, right? That's very true, because actually he was talking uh, up until that guy warged into him. He warged into him. <laughs> he didn't, he was speaking with his mind. So it, it, that's something Daniel pointed out to you. He was like, yeah, but it's that old guy who went into him. And, you know, it's probably his dentures. <laughs> like, and it's like, okay, but it was, it was, un I think also because I feel really st a strong connection to Mewtwo. So I was observing yeah. him a lot. And actually this was the first movie where I was like, ah, when he was like in the pod thing and he burst out, I was like, oh, he looks super cool. Cause in the past, even with the cartoons, Mewtwo was always like kind of like, I think I, I'm very connected to Mewtwo because he was the Pokemon that I was, when I took that Pokemon quiz, I got Mewtwo and he's my derby name, everything. But my beef is that he's not really cute. <laughs> so here, at least he looked really awesome and cool. But then when he had the teeth, I just found it unsettling. And but it's fine. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, the next <laughs> if, he, the if, if he's in the next movie, he, he'll 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 be like his normal self, just telepathic. So he won't yeah, open his so mouth anymore. Yeah, please. I'm like, oh, that's my only thing. Oh, I also really like that. Um, because I'm still new to all the new Poke. I think I feel like I've re-entered the Pokemon universe only recently, like the last two years. I think when I really, even though no, we were playing Pokemon. No, but even we, though we're, we we were playing X and Y a couple of years that's ago, true. And those are all new Pokemon. Yeah, and I think I was still having a hard time accepting the new ones because I'm still very like my core 151 you know so what i liked was that when you when they introduced when they had the movie it was all of them so it kind of felt like oh yeah everyone's here you know that's everyone's valid <laughs> everyone exists <laughs> and i like that a lot and it helped me i feel like it almost helped me accept like you know what 
this is the Pokemon universe now. It's expanded. There's going to be some weird Pokemon, but ultimately. And I think that's also why it's been really helpful watching the cartoon XY because when I was playing the game, I didn't feel any connection to these Pokemon, you know? Yeah. And then seeing them in the cartoon, because now, for example, Froakie in the cartoon, he's so fucking cute and he has such a personality that if I'd watched the movie, I mean, the, the show before and then played it, I would have chosen a completely different starter. You know what I mean? So I was like, wow, like it really helps like the cartoons <laughs> and the shows in addition to playing. Yeah. Hey, they got to sell those games too. They got to show a little yeah. bit of them. Yes. But speaking of Mewtwo, I really liked how, like, they connected to the old Pokemon movie. Yeah. The first one, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, they were like, 20 years ago, Mewtwo escaped from this, you know, he escaped from, like, this base. And he, yeah. he, he still was kind of, he was still a good guy. Like, he, he had his lesson. Like, that was, like, it wasn't something you had to know, but it was, like, it was a nice little uh, touch right there in the story. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like um, it's kind of cool, like, how they have... So, I think the first Pokemon movie ever, when we were kids, that was, like, the first real Pokemon movie, you know, the official one. And then there were others, and then, yeah, when I saw the... the I can't remember which one it was called, like, Pokemon Diamond or whatever like it was. now, yeah. Yeah, but it was... It, they felt like they were good, but they felt more like side movies, you know, like, very, like, side stories. So, it would be really great if, in the future, <laughs> from now on... They just have these live action movies as like the official official Pokemon movies. I would fucking love that so much. I think they have to. I think yeah. they already greenlit a, they greenlit a sequel because, I mean, why not? It looks so good. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm like, I don't care what they do. I don't. I really do not care what the plot is about. Like, it's gonna be great, and I'm gonna love it anyway. So, <laughs> no, it could be awful because okay, have you heard uh. everyone is going crazy about the Sonic trailer and they kind of butchered Sonic. The memes have been amazing because everyone's been mocking it like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, they made Sonic look like an ugly mutant, and the story has nothing to do with Sonic. And Jim Carrey is like the villain. It, it looks, yeah. aw- it just looks awful. But I feel like because I so from what I heard, I heard they're like they pulled the movie. They're going to redo it, right? Because so much backlash. Is that true? I think they're only gonna like redesign how Sonic looks, but basically the uh-huh. whole movie is finished. So yeah, they're just gonna change yeah. the CG and swap him out. But the story still looks pretty bad. Like it, it, mm-hmm. it basically, it looks like the opposite of what Detective Pikachu is, where it's made by people who don't really know or even care about Sonic as much. Yeah, I feel like they're kind of like I think there's like especially now with Avengers, especially with all these superhero movies, there's now they've tapped into this like unlike endable like like infinity franchise you know what i mean where like you can kind of make movies based on comics and they go on forever so i feel like people are trying to do that now with video games um but i feel like the, the creators of pokemon the people who do the pokemon franchise i feel like it's the same people so they know they kind of stay true i'm assuming this is all under assumption <laughs> they stay true to the story the nature whereas the people who are gra- like they're grabbing at sonic it's just kind of like other people who are like they just let's just exploit this you know and yeah they didn't they don't know anything and so this i feel like sonic the story might be very similar to like the super mario brothers from the 90s yeah 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 and i think and back then it was more excusable because we didn't have video game movies so to get away yeah. with it but i think now the standards mm-hmm. are much higher by people and like i saw that sonic trailer i'm like who is this for like it's not going to be for people who like sonic now or Mm-hmm. People who like like people who don't know who Sonic is, who don't know about Sonic, they're not gonna want to watch it. They look stupid. And then Sonic fans mm-hmm. 
are not yeah. going to want to watch it. Where Detective Pikachu, I've read reviews of people who don't know anything about Pokemon, and they basically said like it was still enjoyable. Yeah, and, and, and like we, they they, mm-hmm. they got sucked in by Ryan, like Ryan Reynolds, and then it was just and it was easy to get into that world. Yeah, we had we actually we went with a friend who didn't really he didn't I mean he likes video game stuff but he didn't grow up with Pokemon at all and he yeah he was like that was really fun he really enjoyed it you know and I think yeah I think they kind of everyone who goes into unless you have absolute zero knowledge of Pokemon if you're living under a rock but you kind of know what the you know I the gist is so I think it was a good way for people who've never seen it to kind of get it you know and I think it was also smart to bring a character who was re-entering the Pokemon world because there was that skepticism when the, he was like kind of going back like uh, so it was kind of like introducing pokemon versus if you were just dumped into the pokemon universe which i mean for us we'd be fine with that but you know yeah <laughs> for others so then, this was just a brilliant and, movie yeah and then making it about like pikachu and mewtwo like those are the two i would say those are two the two biggest pokemon like that's just that's yes. the, that's the best way to start off a new series or do a first pokemon yes. movie yeah. And then I can see now, like, for example, so Detective Pikachu, like, because obviously it wouldn't make sense if <laughs> he starts talking in Ryan Reynolds' voice again. Like, you know, so, but it's kind of like, okay, this happened to him. That was really cute and cool. And now he's going to go back to just a Pikachu with a detective hat on and just, just speak a Pika, <laughs> which I'm totally fine with. And there's a new, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's okay. You still want <laughs> the detective that. hat. You're like, I want the detective yeah. hat. <laughs> Yeah, like actually the other day, I think it was before the day or the week before um, the movie released here, I was at like this place and then this um, lady came in with a headband, a Detective Pikachu headband. And I was just like, oh my God, like I really want that, you know? And later we went to the movies and apparently it's over now, but there was a contest where you could win all the stuff. And I was like, oh, I want to win all this Detective Pikachu merch. (laughs) But yeah. Oh my god. So that means this year for Halloween, I'm finally going to have a different costume. I'm going to just buy a detective hat. Yes! <laughs> oh my god, this is like... And I think because Detective Pikachu... Cause, uh, so I never played the game and it was based off a game, right? I think, yeah. Mm, it's, like cool. po- it's like Pokemon Snap. It's like one of the side Pokemon games. <gasps> I just had another idea. They should do it because it wasn't there a surfing Pikachu. That's from Pokemon Yellow. That's like a side okay. quest. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. and that, it's like it's like Pokemon Yellow, and if you have like a, a you could hack into it, and you have a, a Pokemon surfing level, and it's like totally boss. Like it's basically a game. They, they could turn it into a cell phone game. You could play for hours. It is oh my god! It's just like doing flips. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, the, but the, the, uh, yeah, the sequel. I imagine the sequel will just be Ryan Reynolds. And the and the main character from the first, and his son, and mm-hmm. and, then, and then they'll have the, their Pikachu with the hat, and they'll be on some other new like adventure, doing something else, maybe solving a new crime or something. Yes, totally down with that. Going to different a different like city, you know, battling. And I want I want to see I think the next one. I want to see some Pokemon battles. More like more battles. Yeah, because even this battle, the one battle scene. I mean, you no, know, there were other battles, but it was more like. They weren't a, like you know like official Pokemon battles. It was like you know um, these underground yeah the cage fights or just people defend like people just fighting and defending themselves kind of thing. But I want to see a structured Pokemon <laughs> battle <laughs> <laughs> in real life. Yes, I want to see. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> um, also, random. I think it was the day after I saw the movie. I saw this. I think I posted it on an Instagram story, but it was this article about how they did a test on people who played Pokemon as or were I wouldn't say just played Pokemon, but basically were got into Pokemon when it first came out when you were like twelve years old. Uh, and now, and they said that people who grew up with Pokemon, their brains are re- rewired differently, <laughs> are w- wired differently because they did a test between like, yeah, so you grew up with Pokemon, you probably had a break, and then you got, now that everything's resurfacing, you kind of get back into it, and versus people who um, like kind of started playing, I probably started playing as adults with Pokemon Go, and then with the movie, it's just like a different impact and stuff. I forgot what the research showed, but I just remember just seeing like, I just thought it was really funny because you, I definitely see like people who used to who grew up with Pokemon. We talk about Pokemon like, okay, wait. So another side thing. So I realized right from the movie that I remember we asked ourselves this question: if you would choose to live in Harry Potter universe or Pokemon universe, hands down. I think I said Pokemon before, but now a hundred percent. I said Pokemon without even thinking. I was like Pokemon. Yeah. Uh. I was like, I think I hesitated, but after this, I was just like, hell no, you know, like definitely Pokemon. And I think there's a similar thing with like people. I mean, there were people saying like how. If you grew up with Harry Potter, you grew up to be a little bit more empathetic or whatever, you know. But I definitely think I'm going to find the the research. Let me Google it. But it's just really interesting how like Pokemon really shaped us. And I think that like I definitely have a connection with people who grew up with Pokemon. Like I really think that my my relationship with Daniel, like I think Pokemon really brought us. It literally brought us together. Wow. And I think he, because our, our first dates were going on and Pokemon, we played Pokemon Go together and we just go on walks and catch Pokemon. And then I abandoned Pokemon Go faster than he did. But then he brought me back into, I mean, he got me playing the game again. We started watching the shows. We talk about Pokemon a lot, you know. So I think Pokemon is a central part of our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that is one thing I did notice too. I remember like Pokemon Go was like kind of, the one big Pokemon fad I never got into. Mm-hmm. And I felt like uh, people who played the, the actual video games, like either you didn't get into them at all, or you got into them for a while, but eventually you'd want to go back to like playing a real Pokemon game with battles. Yeah. Yes. I think um, for me it's been, because I started playing it again and then I stopped again. Um, but I mean, when you get sucked into it, it's really like addicting and it really like, it's like, because, okay, so at work, there's a bunch of people, like a whole team that they play Pokemon Go. And there are these, I'm like sounding like a Pokemon snob right now. But like, they're just like, they talk about, they. I mean, they play it because they want to, you know, the gyms, whatever, get some candy, whatever. But the way they talk about Pokemon and stuff, they're like, yeah, the, the fluffy one, you know, the one with the, you know, they don't know anything about Pokemon. And I'm just, and I think after reaching, reading this study, I was like, that's super interesting because they're very into this game. They have no knowledge about Pokemon. They would probably never watch Detective Pikachu. Like they wouldn't care. You know, I don't know where I'm going with this, but like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm saying how Pokemon, people who grew up with Pokemon affected relationships with people. Do you think mm-hmm. it also, oh, I hear you typing very loud, by the way. Oh, so, okay. Uh, yeah. that, <laughs> the mic picks that up. <laughs> okay. Um, you're slamming uh-huh. the keyboard. <laughs> that, uh, um, do you think it also affects our relationships with animals? I 
feel like yes. I never really thought about that too much, but I did notice that like, like we love animals. <laughs> <laughs> and I know like he loves, I mean, he's not like, because like, you know, we have a good bond with spider and stuff. And I, I, I think so, because there's this whole thing about like, the Pokemon partner, <laughs> which I love That's that. Like really, yeah. yeah, they're really selling that in the last like couple, um, the new series and stuff. And it really is. It's like because a Pokemon is basically like a pet, but they don't treat them like pets. You know, like treat them like you're you're kind of my pet, but you're like your own thing, like your own being. You know, I was gonna say your own person, but not really. But yeah, they respect them, and the poke they like. It's really like they work together, and. Um, I kind of feel like my relationship with Spider is like kind of like that where he's my pet, but I also see him as his own, like he does his own thing, you know, like he just, he's not like, even if I were, I feel like even if I were to get a dog, which I want eventually one day, um, I don't know. I feel like it would be a different relationship because I see them. I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know where I'm going with this, but yeah. Well, no, I, I know what you mean because you told me growing up, you, your family had other pets. You, you, I mean, your mom has other cats and your sister mm-hmm. has her dog. But Spider was always yours. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, because that's the thing when people... Because I do love cats. I love running into a, a random cat on the street, whatever. But it's hard for me to be like, oh my god, I love your cat. If I don't really know your cat, you know? And I still enjoy... I think I definitely like cats more than dogs, for sure. Um, like with dogs, I ha- it's, I'm super... Pre- particular because i feel like i can't just bond with any dog because their personalities first of all are so like you know intense (laughs) depending (laughs) so but i definitely feel like spider is he's like my partner he's my poke partner like i even envisioned like if we were like i always i'm always like damn spider why can't you be a pokemon because then we can like go on adventures together we can like you know do things and it's just like yeah i i do see that He's not just my cat or my pet cat or my, you know, roommate. He is my partner. <laughs> Spider would have, what do you think his moves would be? Like his top four moves. Okay. His, one of them would be like scratch. Of course, scratch. <laughs> one of yeah. them would be run away. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would have kind of like, I thought about this before. He would have some sort of like, kind of like Snorlax where he makes them get really tired and sleepy. Because he's so lazy, you know. But there's also like the, give them... there's also the move for the Pokemon falls asleep and recharges. Oh yes, that would be his his move. Like he would recharge by sleeping. Like like Spider fell asleep. Yeah. Spider is fully charged. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't know what his other move would be. I mean, probably tackle. Just he. I mean, <laughs> let's face it. He's a normal Pokemon. Like he is not like anything special. He's a normal type. Kind of like a meow for sure. Maybe like a meowth with a, a meowth and a Snorlax combined. Yeah, he were, and his body because you know the the Pokemon Zigzagoon, <laughs> Zigzagoon. I mean, he kind of looks like he basically is a raccoon Pokemon, but he kind of looks like Spider. I think when I caught him, I just named him Spider in my game, but like kind of like that where they're super normal. Yeah. Yeah, like mine would probably be a like a bird. I would definitely have a bird Pokemon, yes, a Pidgey for sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh yeah, I really liked. Okay, so I think also this movie. I 
think they captured it more and you could kind of do this in live action but for example like the girl and her relationship with her psyduck i felt like it first of all it was super like like when he was like eh, psyduck and she's like you're the psyduck look don't worry we're gonna just like really like i was like that's so and then she carries him in his little like in the little like baby harness it was so (laughs) cute and so real. <laughs> I, oh my god. And I actually like forgot Psyduck had like psychic explosions. I totally Me forgot too. about that. So I like, forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Then it was like, oh my god, he's, he does have that. And they're like, they gotta keep him calm or he's gonna have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> and, then, and then he did it. And it's like really big. Like, Yeah, that was that. I totally forgot about that too. Because, and actually, I really enjoyed it as well because Psyduck was there. Because he, so growing up, I had, which I don't know where they are anymore, but I had just two Pokemon toys, like stuffed toys, and one was Pikachu and one was Psyduck. And they were my two favorites. So it felt like really stars of this movie. Yeah, it really felt like they were really speaking to me. I was like, oh my God, how did you know? And, um, yeah, it's just, I feel like, I mean, I've, I might have mentioned this a billion times, and I, I think I've mentioned this to Daniel a lot, but, like, I feel like one thing I love about being an adult right now is that I didn't have to give up my childhood, like, passions, I guess, you know? Because it's, like, so nuts that when I was 12, I was I was so obsessed with Pokemon, like, obsessed. And then, yeah, you get to a teenager, Pokemon kind of dies out, and you kind of, like, live your life, blah, blah, blah. And you get to this point where you're, like, I'm ready to accept Pokemon back into my life again. And it, it's not only, like, you're, it's not like we're, re- like, digging up our old games. It's, like, we get brand new content, brand new information. It's amazing. And I just tell, every time I, like, watch Pokemon or I'm at the theater, I sit to myself, I say to myself, like, if 12-year-old Jean on page would see <laughs> herself right now, like, it's just, I would cry. You know, like, I think my, like, damp eyes during the whole movie, it was for pa- little Paige being like, everything's going to be okay, you know? <laughs> Life <laughs> is good. <laughs> this movie exists. How could world, the world be that bad? <laughs> yeah, and exists. I think, like, I feel like, and I just foresee, like, oh, my God, I'm going to be 60 years old. And, um, yeah, just Pokemon's still going to be my life. And that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just getting better. It's not like a struggling series. It's just like still shining strong. Yeah. And I realized, I think it was when I, we so we're like, oh, let's go back. Because we decided like, okay, maybe we're going to rewatch every Pokemon series, you know? Like, I mean, we have time. Basically, our deadline is whole life, you know? And it made me realize like they've always been delivering. It's just that we were the ones who walked away from it. (laughs) But they're always there. It's always been there. (laughs) Ash is still fighting Team Rocket in the newer episodes, right? Like, Yes, he still is. He's still, what, 12 years old, you know? (laughs) Are Jesse and James still there every episode with a crazy plan? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, but they now have like new Pokemon. They always get a new one and... It's still, I mean, there were some really good episodes that were like, oh, wow. You know, um, yeah, I fucking love Pokemon. I, 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 I've, I've seen some of the newer ones over the years. Like, if I, uh-huh. would, hear, if I would hear, usually if I would hear about like a reunion episode, like, oh, like, it's like the 20th season of Pokemon and Ash suddenly brought back Charizard for a battle. Like, I will, mm. like, I will like watch that one or they'll be like, oh, Misty's coming back for a special appearance. Then I'll like watch that mm-hmm. one. And, um, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, because when we first started watching the XY one, I was still like, it was me like kind of being like, is it going to be good? You know, they're going to make new friends. Is it going to be weird? <laughs> but then um, it was fine. <laughs> and you accept these characters and you're just like, yeah, it's just it's life, man. You you meet friends and then you just move on because everyone has different things they want to do. And, you know, that's it's life. It's actually realistic. It's like you meet new people and you end up in different places like but you have you still have your your best friends around like it's like pokemon is a good metaphor for life it really is pokemon is yes um i think with the recent maybe it's because also i've kind of like i think since the last fantastic beasts it's really hard for me to think about harry potter i feel i feel really betrayed so i think i don't think about harry potter anymore um so for me it's really nice to have my one like pokemon still be as true to its, you know, origins and everything, pure, you know, that purity. Yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Untainted by, by greed, you know? <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Okay. So like, yeah. even though, so basically we, we haven't podcasted in months, but it, it did, the last episode did end with me saying, I'm going to watch Fantastic Beasts too. Oh. Whew. That was a. That 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 was a bad movie. That was a it was a mess. That was it was a train wreck from start to finish for many reasons, like so many reasons. Um, yeah, like that's I think that was so disappointing that in the, like I think after Fantastic Beasts one, I could still kind of like you know think about Harry Potter and stuff. But after this one, I was like, and I I think I was reading some reviews, and I realized a huge thing was that a lot of people just felt really betrayed, you know, because of because J.K. Rowling this did this you know 180 whatever and you're just like what the fuck like um you can't do that (laughs) and she's just like burying her grave like she's tweeting crazy stuff like i don't know like what dumbledore was a submissive or some some crazy stuff like yeah like everyone i mean yes again the memes deliver it's really hilarious but it's like yeah it's like you can't do that you can't like write something and then be like actually since i control this universe i'm gonna make up shit because yeah I, I, you know i never said that or whatever it's like no you it's just, no you can't do that you know and yeah and it's, it's not just, an, I, it's not and it's not, not it's not like official it's not stuff she's writing in novels or new books she's just this is official to the universe because i'm tweeting it out right now yeah and it's just because it's like only because it's all because and everyone can see through her bullshit it's like basically because she realized she harry potter was her her like what uh her thing you know yes exactly so she's like i'm just gonna dig back into the harry potter franchise and try to you know re you know regurgitate information and just kind of fuck it up and it's just yeah, I feel like this is. I was like, wow, it's like this is how you first of all kill your fan, your like fandom. Like, who's like so many people? I feel like everyone just kind of was like, fuck this, like, no, like, I'm out, you know. And it really, it's tainted Harry Potter for me. And Harry Potter was something that I loved for so long. And every couple years, I would go back to it and watch, you know, all eight movies and read all all the books again. And I don't, I have no, like need for that anymore i don't want to do that anymore because i feel like it's all a lie anyway it's all lies <laughs> it's all lies like, <laughs> oh like I, I i i did rewatch them all over christmas and they were great but oof, that, that that cliffhanger in fantastic beast 2 that's not making me excited it's just i'm not no. drawn in by that like 
And I'm just like, and the fucked up thing is, I kind of still want to watch the third one because because I want to know. What, now I'm like, well, now I want to know what happens. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see, you know. But I, I'm not gonna enjoy it. But I just want to see what happens. <laughs> uh, uh, it's so horrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, and then also we did talk about. I did watch uh, Into the Spider Verse too. Hmm. It was really, really awesome. It, yeah. It, mm-hmm. and, and I think it was like a really, uh, it was a good tribute to like everything Spider-Man. Like, so like, you know, in, okay, into the Spider-Verse, you know, you know, in the movie, his uncle mm-hmm. is a villain called the Prowler. Mm-hmm. So that villain is like a very obscure Spider-Man villain. Like he's from, he, I, I, he, he's like in the nineties cartoon show. Like he's not really like, they would never make, I would never expect to see him in a movie. I probably mm-hmm. had not even thought about that character in like twenty years, and then when I'm watching it mm-hmm. and I see him, I'm like, oh my! And I I don't even know how I remember that character's name, but as soon as I saw him, I'm like, holy shit, that's the Prowler! What oh, the wow. hell? Like, it was like, whoa! And then, and even like, yeah, I, I, it was, yeah, okay, yeah. I I I wish I would see, I had seen it in theaters. It was it was really good. Yeah, I wish I saw it. In 3D, this is the one movie where I was like, I'd be really curious to see what it looked like. Um, yeah, we have we. It's one of my favorites. I think um, it's just like I mean, just how it's done as well. Like the illustration was, you like it's like you've seen cartoons, you've seen illustrated, you know, move like movies and stuff. But I was like, I've never seen it like that. So f- to be able to like like create a cartoon in a way that no one's ever seen before or really refreshing. And many people who have recommended the movie to, they were also blown away. I think that's really, that was fantastic. And, and I think this is the first Spider-Man reboot that I really enjoy. Well, I liked Homecoming a lot. I like um, the new, not Homecoming, the the new Spider-Man. I think he's fine, but I felt like this was really nice to kind of also kind of, for someone who doesn't read comics, and I don't read the... Yeah, it was a way to be like, hey, look, the comics are still relevant, and let's just pull together everything, and yeah, like, bring the worlds together, and I like that. And actually, like, yeah, and that, yeah, good point with the comics. Like, and, and like, I think with live-action movies, they always try to stay somewhat grounded, but this one, they were like, you know, we're going to get one of the crazy stories from the comics and just tell, like, not hold back and tell this wild story, and... Mm-hmm. um you know, the, and then, yeah, the new Spider-Man, Miles Morales, like he's actually mm-hmm. really popular in the comics, and that, mm-hmm. I think this is a really good. And, and and in the comics too, he's from like an alternate universe where Peter Parker mm-hmm. dies. That was uh, mm-hmm. that was really cool how they like they they they, they did it really smoothly like that. And, and then I like how mm-hmm. like they had all the other like the forty-year-old Peter Parker, like how Spider-Man yeah, would look if you got if you got old. Cool. Like yeah, yeah, I think it was. I just thought it was really smart, you know, like, like there's, I feel like now that we have all these like superhero comic, everything, you know, there's like ways to do it correctly. And then the ways you don't do it correctly, <laughs> something like that. And, um, this was definitely, it was, I'm, it was, it was my favorite movie. I think of last year's one of my top favorite movies, just because it's a nice feel good movie. It's just fun and stuff like that. And I would definitely watch the next one in, 3D in the theaters. Yes. <laughs> Never thought I would say that, but yes. <laughs> All right, folks. So those are uh, franchises that people are doing right, and some one that they're doing, they're just flushing it down the toilet. Yeah, they just fucking gave up. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this podcast has been about 40 minutes of Pokemon talk. Uh huh. 
Um, right. <laughs> um, okay, so so what's been new in your life besides the Pikachu, Detective Pikachu? <laughs> well, actually, um, I don't. I think did I mention it in the last episode that I I have a job now? That was before. Um, that was before the job. Okay. Last, yeah. So last basically, was fun employment. Okay, so uh, for fun employment was very short term, which is good and bad. But I was actually kind of enjoying it. But um, I got this intern. So I'm an intern now. I'm a, I'm interning at this. They, it's a food delivery service app company, which I fucking love because I actually I use this app. You know, I use it because I want I like food and stuff. And um. I'm go. I'm changing my career. I'm going into more UX, UI, research, design type of thing, which I really feel like it's it suits my brain so much more. Like I think since I've been work, I've been working there for over a month now, and I'm not saying like oh it's everything's such a breeze, it's easy. It's like everything's a challenge because it was everything's completely new to me. But once I get it, I feel like this is what I really enjoy doing it, and I feel like this is it's a challenge, but it's not like. It's weird. Like so, when I used to work in as a graphic designer, I could do everything. It was almost like muscle memory. I could do it, but my brain and my heart hated it. Like it was a drag. Yeah. Whereas this, it's like my brain, everything. We're in sync, and we're just like in the zone, and I'm having fun. And yeah, there's like daily challenges and ups and downs and stuff. But generally, it's like I really enjoy my work. So. Coming, yeah. So I'm I am I don't I don't come from that world at all. Like, mm-hmm. Could you explain like to me? Because I'm not even 100 percent sure what UX design is in like layman's okay. terms. Yeah. So UX is user experience. So it's basically. I mean, right now I'm specifically working for websites and making like the app. So it's like the experience, the journey of how you use the website, how you use the the app. Um, because it's like, it's a service, you know? And so for example, when you, you know, go on an app and things have to connect, it's like tiny, even to the minute details of like, which I didn't realize, but it's like, you know, if I'm reading this book now about user experience and it's called don't make, don't make me think. And that's stuff, stuff I've always taken for granted. Like when you go on a website, we interact with these things every day, but it's like, I'm basically the person who's like the science behind it, how to make your experience better. You know, how do you make people want to use your app, want to go on your website, want to use your services because it's just an easier experience Um, because yeah, there's, and um, there's, I think a lot of people who do UX research, they have a psychology background because that's really necessary. Hmm. I don't, but um, I always liked it, you know? So it's, it's a lot about like human behavior as well. And I do a lot of, at the moment, because I, I also do design. So I'm designing like the interface, like the, what, how the website will look, how the apps look and doing icons, blah, blah, blah. But generally my um, biggest passion is finding out how to, and not even, and what I like about this, the team right now, so my team's super small. We're like five plus like the developers. Um, but it's like, a, it's basically like, I feel like, Nowadays, when you work in websites and apps and things that didn't exist, you know, 20 years ago, I feel like the social dynamics and social structure of the working place is so completely different. Like everyone's super like I have a manager and a boss, of course, but they don't really manage or boss me around (laughs) at all. Like even as an intern, I was really shocked. But I think they also knew I had 10 years of working experience. So they weren't like treating me like a baby or anything. But they they like 
are they trust me. They're like, you're going to write the processes and best practices of our team. And I'm like, wow. Okay. Like, cause the team is also super new. Like everyone just joined within the last six months, you know? So everyone's really open to like, um, changes. They call it, it's called like agile work environment or something. And it's like, there's no like hierarchy. Everyone's pretty and everyone like you just stick to like, everything's just about work. Which is really cool because there's no like politics. There's no, you know, like, like in my previous team, it was all politics. It was all about your social interactions with people and how to play the game. And here it's just like, just, just let's just work and, and have lunch together and talk about food and go home. <laughs> no no <laughs> showboating and like. No, none at all. Like, and I think also what I like is because this team it's basically people and i really think it's because our brains are different in a way because we're all about we're and that's another thing i realized i'm in tech now i'm not i'm no longer in the design industry i'm in tech and i think people who are actual technical people they care more about the process the work than they do about the social relationships which make because they're all a bunch of nerds you know? <laughs> yeah that sounds amazing and, yeah and I, I love it i really love this um I think I told you, like, yeah, the people, I mean, still getting used to it, you know, and like I said, like, it, it's it's different for me. However, I feel like working-wise, I love it so much, and I will never, I never want to work for a huge company ever again, because here, it's, you're a person. Like, the day before I came to work, I got a card in the, in the mail, like, welcoming to the company, writing about how excited they are that, you know... I'm joining the team and stuff. And it was a kind of an ugly card, like whatever, you know, but the design. <laughs> the design mind was, is like, ugh. Yeah, I was like, but I was so touched because I actually loved that about that because I was like, no one cared about, oh, what's it going to look like? You know, let's make the most beautiful design. Let's just give her a card and mail it to her and welcome her. And then I, when I came to work, I had flowers on my desk. You wow. know, I had like, I was like, I was like, that's really sweet. Like just little things like that where they're not like, um, I mean, the office itself, it's everyone fits in, on one floor. We're like under 50 people. So you all kind of know each other. You know, the, the, the cafeteria, they have a little kitchen and it's really messy because there's no cleaners, you know, like no one, they don't have hired help to like clean. So it's like really like this is super down to earth. And I really like that. So is it, is it like five days a week and like a no normal job hours? and? Yeah, so it's five days a week. I work from nine to six, but I usually get into the office at 845. It's in Zurich. So I have to, I wake up at, I leave the house at like seven now. So it's a completely different me. Like I, I'm never late, you know, because <laughs> I have to take my train and I have no problem waking up and everything because I, I'm excited to go to work and stuff. The only downside is I'm getting an intern salary and that's my struggle right now. So I really hope that in, I just really want them to hire me because it's because I could they they have like this role. I think most of the industries in Switzerland and Zurich, it's like you either work in finance, like I'd have to probably work for a bank or work for you know, I don't know, home, like what is it like real estate or something, which is really super boring. Yeah. So this is about food, you know, and everyone. So everyone I've met, they're passionate about food in some way, but not like in a really like stuck up like. Yes, I'm, I'm a chef or whatever, you know what I mean? But, like, like they just really like food. And we talk about food all the time. And um, so I, I feel this, 
like even though I haven't connected with anyone like per like I felt I never felt like oh we click but I feel like the environment is just it's perfect for me so I really want this to work out I mean dude it sounds like I mean yeah when I, when I saw like like I like I think I didn't I found out you worked there I don't think it was before you announced it I uh I just I saw your your LinkedIn update and I'm like what oh, okay and I'm like oh my god what is this she's working at a food this is the most perfect this is the perfect gig ever for you. <laughs> yeah oh everyone's like they're like I can't think of any other place that's like <laughs> better for you <laughs> and that's another thing because like um in my previous job so I guess without naming names but like our product was basically selling um like travel to really rich people you know so they would be like oh we have a company employee discount you get 40 percent off your trip i'm like i fucking can't ever in my lifetime afford this nor i've you know i can't do this you know so this is so i'm actually working on something that i actively use like i'm like i mean now obviously my uh delivery has increased because you get an employee discount for that, you know, 25% off every delivery, you know? So, um, but it's like, I actually use it because it's something I, I need to eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need food. And, and also like you, it's like, I, I see like you're working with most of our, we don't work with big chains. So we work with, you know, um, you know, just random restaurants and I'm trying to get my favorite restaurants in Lucerne to be on this app just so I can eat their food. <laughs> like is it is it place on there? It's not. And we actually, so last Wednesday we went, and that's another thing too. So I had an, as part of your onboarding, you have to spend a day with a sales person. So we drove around all of Lucerne. We went to restaurants. We went to cold calls and stuff. And I told him, I want to hire, I want to onboard this rest, my favorite restaurant. But we went during like rush hours. So it was too busy, but he was like, okay, I'm going to come back later. But basically it's like, I mean, it's, selfish of me to want them but also i feel like it just helps everybody like it's a win-win situation you know like yeah. so um so yeah i feel like anything that's why it also makes me motivated to work because i'm like i'm not just making this experience better for a rich person i'm making it better for everybody including myself which is very important you know? <laughs> <laughs> enhance my own experience and stuff so so yeah dude i think like the situation is like a perfect example of how things always like kind of even out like remember we did a couple podcasts before and it was like the job was horrible and, yeah and you were worried about if you're going to stay in switzerland and it's like it's kind of all the opposite complete opposite now yeah i mean it's i feel like i think now once i my only issue right now is the money but other than that i feel like my life is getting more i feel like everything's coming together and i'm really happy and yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it's the, the money sucks, but um, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, I think, it, but it also make, makes sense because it's like you're in, you, you're in, you're making a career change. So you're kind of like new yes. to this world. So yes. it, I would, yeah, it makes sense that you wouldn't get paid as much as like something you're, you were like, had a lot of education and mm -hmm. experience in, but like you got your foot in the door already. And yeah, I, 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 like, I, I feel like, mm -hmm. oh, and like, like and then, I think. Oh yeah, <laughs> sorry. Go. On. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, you got your foot in the door, and then like also mm -hmm. like you're in, you're still in Switzerland, and you have a job with like that's not a toxic environment. Like I think those yeah. are. I think everything is kind of leading to the good to just get better. Yeah, like I think that. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And um, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, life's good. I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how are you? I am. Oh well, actually, so I was just thinking. Um, so how you're describing your workplace? That's kind of mm-hmm. like how my job is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a small. We're owned by a big company, but the company that I'm part of is small, and mm. it's kind of almost like a very situation, similar situation where it's like I have a manager and a boss, but they don't really bother me or talk to me. And as long as mm-hmm. I finish my stuff, and mm-hmm. I I'm not given a lot of trust and freedom. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, maybe I'll get notes for specific things, but really, back at our old job, it was like I was it was never that kind of freedom and. Really, and everyone's just trying. Everyone's just trying to get their work done. It's not really about ego or, you know, mm-hmm. a, a whole presentation about why this one guy is so great in the company. Like, yes, all the crazy, exactly. that crazy stuff of where we used to work. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I remember where we used to work used to have those kind of meetings, and I'd be like, this is really weird. And yeah, I think um, we so actually our the same exact situation. So we have a parent company that's based in the UK. And they own us, uh, but yeah, we operate pretty remotely because the market's so different. And they do sometimes have, they have a lot of check-ins with like the UK and stuff. Like we have to attend these meetings and stuff like that. But it's more about like, but they keep it pretty like, I think especially Switzerland, maybe it's Swiss people as well. They just they want to keep it like, let's get to the point, you know? Let's just <laughs> I love let's that. get this meeting <laughs> and then let's over, you know? And then like um, for, and there's no like kind of fluffy there's no fluffiness and the uk has some more of that and they're already here they're a bit like like you know because i think even because we have a our main boss is the country manager of the you know company uh, in switzerland but again it's like he doesn't feel like like boss you know like he just kind of leads and he talks to everyone and during meetings he drops like an f-bomb here and there but not in the sense of like (laughs) like trying to be cool like it's just how he talks you know so it's just like it's um yeah everything just feels really down to earth and and like we have these sweaters that they made for everyone so it has like a food you get you could choose a sweater when you join and it comes in like different colors and then you have like a big food embroidery so i have a hamburger and it says our our name really big in the back whatever but other than that like and just to see our like boss like the you know guy wear it like everyone just wears these sweaters we just look like every you know it's not like we look at like everyone else but everyone's just kind of like chill <laughs> like we'll just wear these sweaters <laughs> yeah i'm uh, gonna see a photo of the sweater yeah i'll i'll send you a picture of my sweater i love it it's, it's red and it has a hamburger on it and um yeah nice mm-hmm. um so yeah so I'm I'm doing a little bit of work this weekend. Uh, so a short film that I edited last year got accepted into some film festivals, ex- and all, especially one in a uh, in Mexico. So Ooh. so I'm spending this afternoon uh, adding Spanish subtitles. Nice to the short film, uh-huh. and that's pretty chill. Um, it was pretty funny how the director, who's just a dude from Montana. Like I, he he needed to translate it for me, the half Mexican guy, uh-huh. <laughs> and he did, and he just typed it all out within like an hour. It's like, all right, here's the translation. I'm like, oh, I never, I never even knew you spoke Spanish. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, besides that, uh, I went to Thailand last month mm-hmm. for the Thai New Year, which is something I've mm-hmm. always wanted to do. 
It's is this a song song cran? Yes, yes. Uh huh. Oh my god, it was so fun. And basically, so people who don't know, the song cran is、uh, Thailand's New Year, and it just turns into like an insane water fight. Like the whole city, <laughs> people have, they're, they're selling super soakers everywhere, and people are throwing buckets of water at you, and it, it, kids are shooting you, adults are shooting you. Even if you go into a mall, like some of the shopkeepers, they'll get a cup of water and like and like run it down the back of your shirt. Like <laughs> it was so.、Fun. I mean, and this is to say also because it's April, right? And it's like the hottest time of the year, so this is welcomed. <laughs> you it want was, the water. yeah. And like literally, I'll get I'll get soaked and then walk around for a while, and my clothes will be pretty much dry within like、oh, an、shit. hour. Well, yeah.、Um, Yeah, I didn't go. <laughs> I remember the one time I went to Thailand. I went in March because it was cheaper, and my mom's friend,、um, who adopted me that week, he said he was like, "Why did you come in March? Like you should come in April. It's like we have this festival." And I didn't know about it, so I was like, "Oh, okay, next time, I guess." But、um, yeah. Oh yeah, Paige. I was thinking about you. You would love. Okay, yeah. I mean, you've been there before, but I was just like,、mm -hmm. Bangkok is like would be your dream city because like. All the, like first of all, there's like the city is really cool.、Um, the food was amazing, and、mm. I, I I just didn't expect compared to like Beijing, I didn't expect how much like international food they have there too. Like they have everything.、Um, like like my I went I met with one of my Thai friends who didn't want to eat Thai、mm -hmm. food because they were like I、mm -hmm. eat Thai food every day. I'll take you to this Mexican place, and I had like the best、mm -hmm. burrito I've had like in a wow.、Year. And oh yeah, yeah it was a.、Uh, Yeah, I I I I want to go back soon just to hang out. It was really fun. Oh, that's so cool!、Huh. Yeah. Oops, I just kicked spider.、Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> he ran away. <laughs>、um, <laughs> I yeah, I miss Asia so much.、Um, and that was another thing I want to tell you. I don't know if I can come to China this year because of the intern salary. No worries. <laughs> But、um, if I. If I can, I really want to. But anyways, like yeah, I miss Asia so much. Like I was really disappointed. Yeah, when I was kind of like, I don't know if I can come because I was looking forward to it, you know. But if things work out and I can make it, that's going to be my miracle trip at the end of the year if it's so possible. Because yeah, I would still love that.、Um, yeah, I miss actually yesterday. So I was in Basel、uh, wor working. I had、um, I met up with my. Roller derby team. I'm designing their website right now, and then afterwards, Daniel and I went to eat. There's this place called Markthalle, which is it's basically an indoor street food market. And everyone, it's the same stalls and stuff, but they are international, so every stall is from a different part of the world. And I realized yesterday while I was eating my noodles <laughs> that this is my favorite place in all of Switzerland, like because it has just. And it's good food. It's not like because there's another place in Basel they have it, but they only have like five stalls, and the food is okay. But they're like international, and I thought it,、eh, it's okay. But here it's like, you know, made by real people from the countries, and it's so fucking good. And just it's like all in one area, and every it's just chatter everywhere, and people eating. And I was just like, I love this so much.、Um, yeah, so I'll take you there one day. But I feel like. If it might not be as impressive for you because you experience that all the time, but for me, I'm like this is my pride and joy. What is、I、your favorite? What、someone. is your favorite thing to eat there? 
Um, at the moment, so they have really good Vietnamese street foods. I think they had, last time I had pho, they, pho was like, eh, it was okay. But yesterday I had these noodles, like these fried noodles, and they were so good. Yeah, so fucking good. And then they have, um, I think I had, what was it, what, Egyptian food there for the first time. I really liked it. And they have, they just have everything you want. Like, um, so I would say for me, the Egyptian food was really yummy because it was just new for me. And I also had, I haven't had the Thai there yet, but I'm going to try. Basically, my goal is to try every stall there. <laughs> I mean, really, you can't go wrong with stall food slash street food. It's yeah, it's always the best. My favorite, yes. my favorite in Beijing. It's a, I, I, it's like this lady has this cart outside my job. I go there sometimes. It's like these cold noodles with sausage. <gasps> oh, I've never had that, but it sounds okay. Yeah, it, yeah, ew, yeah, oh, it is like, yeah, it is so good. It is like, I basically that's my dinner a lot. And also, wow, I, in, in general, this I, I like street food sausages. I, I, it's the best sausage I've ever had in my life, which is weird to say it's in China, but it's like. It's like soft. They're 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 really soft here. Oh, mm-hmm. like I went to like one park event. I I had like four sausages on a stick. One day. But what kind of is it? Kind of like a sausage, like in Hong Kong, like the what they have. Like what kind of sausage? Because there's so many sausages. Like, tell me more about the sausage. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> is sure. Is it like kind of red or what is it? Yeah, like, it, is, um... it is very red. Very okay. red and soft. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, it's soft though. Yeah. Because yeah, I think in Hong Kong it's hard, and I'm like not a huge fan of it. Yeah, I'm not a fan of hard. And like even like German sausages are pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like yeah, these just like oh, my teeth just sink into these. They're hard <gasps> as fuck. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Um, I need to eat now. It's my turn to eat. I'm really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> it's noon. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, for sure. It's been a <laughs> solid podcast. There you go, folks. Yeah. Enjoy it. All right. So get your food, and I'm uh-huh. gonna throw on some Spanish subtitles. Cool. Have fun. Have a good Sunday. Oh, yeah. Sunday, right? Yes. Yes. All right. And uh, talk to you late. All right. Bye. Oh, Oh. we didn't do our our standard outro. Oh, shit. Okay. All right, guys. (laughs) 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 uh... No. No, Vince. (laughs) Are you you still recording? Yeah. Okay. This has been a Mutually Awkward (laughs) Podcast. Keep it awkward. Bye. I wish that we were on TV, just like in Pokemon. You'd be a Pika girl in the Poker world. Yes, life would be so fun. I'd be a trainer boy, and I would make the choice to go and search for you. I'd throw my Pokeball, and I would catch them all. You'd be my Pikachu. You're my Pika girl in the Poke world. Oh, I want the gym badge, but you want my heart. Pika girl in the Poke world. We can never part
sweets like rare candies Level up your love to give And then you choose right then a sweet kiss DM Super effective Not even the Ellie Moore could stop us evermore Together we can fall A bond would never break and there'd be no mistake A love would conquer all You're my peacock girl in the poke world Oh I want the gym badge but you want my heart Peacock girl in the poke world And now that I've got you, we can never part The poke in my life's open for you You're my peacock girl in the poke world Just like a Pokemon